Uh, yeah, I, I had to, uh, had to call my doctor. I had a, I had a, I had a question I had to ask him. Um, well, maybe you can, maybe you can answer the question for me. Um, uh, you you're, you're kind of breaking up. Can you speak right into the mic? I am right into the mic. Oh, you sound like you're. All right, go for it. Is that better? Much better. All right. So I've been trying to ask the doctor, you know, I asked him about my, my back and stuff, but since, you know, they're, you know, smarter than I am, I asked him about the LGBTQ stuff and what that actually means. But I, I don't know. I just couldn't get a straight answer out of him. So maybe you can help. Nothing? No? You're the worst. Why am I the worst? Why? Why? These dad jokes are beyond peril. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Uh, (laughs) So, but on a serious note, um, did you see that guy in uh, New York? who got stabbed and killed at the, at that bodega. No. Yeah, he um and and this is one of the things that my brother and I were talking about the other day and this is not a dad joke build up. Um about how sometimes, you know, your you know, your woman particularly um you know, if 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 she's a particular um a hue uh can get you into trouble. This woman went into the store and she got a bag of chips. And the, the, the owner was a new owner, but apparently the old owner used to let people get stuff off of credit. Well, the new owner said, yeah, that's not how it works. You know, chips are like $1.40 or something like that. Right. So she goes outside after arguing with this dude for a few minutes and yelling and screaming that she was going to go get her boyfriend. So her boyfriend goes outside or goes back inside after hearing his woman has been slighted, argues with the bodega owner, and the bodega owner stabs him to death and kills him in the fight. Oh, my God. Yeah, my my my, my question to you is this. If your woman is running her mouth recklessly and says somebody inside insulted her, my honor, she says to you, How do you approach the situation since you saw none of it and you just have her word to go on what may or may not have happened? How do you how do you handle that? Do you just run in blindly and say, you you mess with my woman's honor, must protect and go into caveman mode and and start slapping motherfuckers? I mean, what do you do? It really depends on what kind of woman you're with. I mean, it really does. Okay. Uh, like I've never been with anyone that i didn't trust that way Mm -hmm. like if like um okay i'll give you a couple examples all right um one example was when heather and i were early on in our relationship she was still pregnant with eloise and um heather is the type that wouldn't say shit if she had a mouthful you know what i mean yeah, of course. <laughs> so we, she had to go to the bathroom really bad. We were at a, 
were downtown. She ran into this coffee shop, asked if she was in the restroom. She's pregnant. It's she's like eight months pregnant, so she's you know you could tell. Right. Most places, even if they don't allow public restrooms, they usually will let a pregnant woman because it's like someone's pushing on their bladder. It's yeah. usually like a, yeah, you can't a, hold that. <laughs> yeah, people are usually sympathetic or at least empathetic mm-hmm. to that situation. But let's say they're not. They're usually very polite about it. This woman, she had to go to uh, the bathroom, and this woman, she went in. You know, she went to the coffee shop. I'm waiting in the car. She comes out. She's in tears. She's like, "We gotta find somewhere else." I was like, "Why are you crying? What happened?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to talk about it." I had to drag it out of her. Apparently, this woman that worked there uh, behind the counter, she was super rude. Mm-hmm super rude to her and nasty about it and heather wouldn't make something like that up you know what i mean she's not that kind of the like to uh to like uh, i'm gonna get my boyfriend or my husband i'm gonna you know she doesn't do that she's just not very combative right so um i wanted but immediately i wanted to go in there and wreck shop and uh, I was like, point this bitch out. And she's like, no, no, no. The only reason I didn't do it is because she had to go. And I would have too, chewed up too much time. She would end up, you know, pissing herself. Right. So I just, I just, all right, let's go. Let's find a bathroom. But it really made me mad that I couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Second example. Okay. Uh, Cashel and I, Cashel's very non combative. She'll talk a lot of shit like when she's playing around to me. Mm-hmm. But she she's so not about confrontation. So um, we were her Eloise and I were in Seattle and we're at Pike's place. You know, that's a market, a big market they have there. Yeah, I know where and, Pike's place is. I like that place. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of good food. And yeah. and uh, so we were there and um, her Eloise and I and her it split up because we both wanted the the Ellie's and I wanted one thing and she wanted another. So we're like, okay, you go do that. We'll go do this. And we'll meet back at this point. Now she comes back and she's clearly like, she's not crying, but she's like fighting back tears. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, Oh, it was nothing. I, it's, you know, apparently she was in line. Cause there's a lot of lines for all the food. And there was a woman in front of her. And there was this crowd of entitled uh, people, and that uh, was like a group of them, you know, like a husband, wife, and a couple of their friends. And they stood in front of, li- they got in line in front of, of the woman that Cashel was behind. And the the there was a little Vietnamese woman, and she didn't want to say anything. She didn't want to stir any problems. So she's let him there. So Cashel just spoke up, and she said, "Oh, excuse me." Uh, uh, she's actually in front of the line, pointing to the woman in front of her. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's actually in front of the line, but if you guys are in a hurry, I'll let you stand in front of me. You can get in front of me. And they just like, oh, whatever, Karen. You just like, she's like how is that? A, how <laughs> wow. am I a Karen? I said you can get in front of me. But apparently they they just started name calling her and talk, you know, just calling her a bitch and a Karen. And, she, you know, she was... Uh, she, you know, to the point to where the woman behind the counter said, I can't serve you guys. You're treating other 
patrons, you know, pay, other people in line this way. I'm not going to serve you. You guys are going to have to leave. Right. And so they managed, they ended up just like acting like it was Cashel's fault that they're entitled pricks. So when she finally got her stuff, she came back and she wanted, she was upset. And I was like, point them out. Just point them out. She's like, oh, I don't want to point them out. I don't want anything to happen. I was like, you know, so if, if she came to me with like, well, she wouldn't come to me with something as minor as that. If they didn't want to take credit, they don't want to take credit. Big deal. <laughs> exactly. It's so a bag she's of not gonna, chips, for God's sake. She's not going to come to me with bullshit like that. And neither would Heather. Uh, and I can't think of a lot of people I dated that would come to me with some kind of bullshit like that if I didn't witness it. Mm. But I know a couple of guys that have girlfriends like that. They'll just talk them into an ass whooping or into a fight. Now, they know that's the kind of woman they have. Mm-hmm. So you would have to take everything they say with a grain of salt. Right. So and it really boils down to it depends on who you're with. Yeah. Like, I... so if if I if one of them came to me with something, because they're both so non-confrontational, if they came to me with something that was just so egregious, they felt something had to be done, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I it's just it's like they don't come to me with bullshit. So it has to be something bad. So, uh, yeah, that's me. That's just me. But I haven't dated anybody, at least on a serious level, I haven't been with anybody that would that would come to me with some kind of bullshit like that. So, oh, I dated a girl a long time ago that was like that. And she she ran her mouth recklessly, and there were so many times where I would have to tell her she's getting angrier and angrier. I'm like, look, if something goes down because you can't keep your mouth shut. I'm gonna just sit here and watch. I'm not. I'm not gonna get in this because you are starting all this, all these problems. You are uh-huh. making this shit worse. So don't, 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 don't look the big bad Marcel to bail you out. So you know, keep it to yourself. And sometimes she'd be quiet. Other times she'd keep going, and nothing ever went down. Like we were at a restaurant, and it was really busy. And you know, when you're at a restaurant, that's the shit you deal with from time to time. So. You know, I'm like, whatever, we'll just sit here and talk. And she's like, no, we've been here for 15 minutes. I said, look, nobody has been here before. Stop it. Been here before us, you know, who's got or after us has gotten served before us. I've been keeping an eye on that. We're fine. No, they're not treating us like crap. It's just wait. And so she she just went, no, fuck that. And she got up and started yelling at one of the waiters. We need to be served now. And I'm like, okay, we got to go. She's like, what? We're leaving? I was like, yeah, well, I'm leaving. I said, I don't know if you're going to stay. And she's like, why are we leaving? I said, okay, since you're acting like you're five years old, I'll explain it to you like you're five years old. You see those doors right there? Yeah. What happens behind those doors? That's where they make our food. Exactly. Can you see them make our food? No. Now do you understand why I want to leave? Because you're being a douchebag? She went, oh, I get it now. Yeah, I never understood that. People that just treat people like shit that make that that work that that cook your food mm-hmm. why would you do that yeah that's what or, I, or someone is bringing you your food why would you that's a red flag for me i ended a date early once because she was rude to the staff i was like yeah i yeah you're you're just a shitty person yeah I with the little bit of power you have you're acting like this i can't i can't fuck with you that's like a red flag for me but see the only reason why you and i act like that is because you and i worked 
public service jobs, uh, sales jobs or, or customer service jobs. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if neither one of us had ever worked those types of jobs, I don't know if we'd have that level of compassion because. No, no, I would. I would. I, you know I, why? Because I, I was raised right. That's why. Oh, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying is that when you work those jobs, you tend to understand more about how shitty people are. And you say to yourself, I am never going to treat someone like this because I got treated like this. You, you become more sympathetic. You become more patient. You become uh, more understanding. You know, when to a, to a lay person, we're like, oh, man, this guy's letting them run him over. It's like, no, motherfucker, I just understand what they're going through because I did this for 15 years. I understand right. that they can't just drop everything and come to me, that there's a line, that there's just, I just have to wait my turn and, and be, a, be a, a decent human being because I did this. I understand what they're doing. Now, some people just don't. You know, they walk into a store and, they go and expect people to run to them and, and grab their stuff and stay with them. I knew customers who actually expected me to shop with them while they asked questions on every little thing that was in the store. And I'm like, that's not how this works. Well, you're doing a shitty job with customer service. You know, I, I threw people out for that. Like, I'm not gonna, you're not going to talk to me that way. But this was the 90s and the early 2000s. So, you know, I don't know how that would work today, tossing somebody out like that. But, you know, it, 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 it's like, it's just experience, I think, made us more, makes us more compassionate and empathetic to the people that work there. Because I know how bad it can be. You know, like when I call somebody, you know, in a business, I'm never rude to the people on the other end of the phone because I did a call center job. I know how hard it is. I know that I might be the 300th call and the out of that 30% of them were just assholes. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to add that. I'm like, you know what? It's all right. Take your time. You know, we'll get through this. You know, even if I'm in a hurry, it's like, all right, you know, I am, I'll say I am a little pressed for time, you know, like, Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, no, it's all right. You know, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. I have been super frustrated when I dealt with a call center and I always, even if it's been like super frustrating and I always prep, I will always go, I'm sorry. I yeah. know it's not your fault. I'm just very frustrated. Yep. And when you, when you say that a lot of times they're like, okay, we're going to work with you. We're going to, we're going to try and fix this. Yep. I always notice that if I start, it's like, I know I'm coming off as a little abrasive. I'm just frustrated. I know it's not your fault in particular. I'm just very frustrated. Right. And that always, that always helps. That always like, you know, uh, um, kind of nullifies it a little bit. Yeah, I've done that too. You know, it's like I just say, look, man, I've had a, I've said I've had a shitty day, and I just want to get this over with. It's not your fault. I'm just in a really crappy place, and they're like, oh, it's all right, sir. You know, we'll we'll, we'll handle the problem. You know, and then they always understand. But you know, you always get those calls, man, where people act like you are literally, you know, chattel, and they treat you like that, and you just want to reach through the phone. Or you just want to tell them, you know, with this attitude, you do realize I know exactly where you live. You know that, right? I, I so wanted to say that so many times. <laughs> you know, I have your address with your zip code. I know exactly where you live. Do you really want to make this any worse? Do you? I mean, I, I could be waiting in your bushes one night. <laughs> You're a fucking psychopath, you know, man. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're coming back from Target with your makeup, and I'm just in the bushes waiting on you. You know, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't mess with these people. Oh, uh, speaking of psycho, I, Stephanie told her brother the story of me yelling at this lady at uh, 
24 hour fitness one night. I know I, t- I may have, I may or may not have told you it was years ago back when you could say stuff to people and not have to worry about it becoming a, a viral video. She, uh, I was lifting weights about two, two thirty in the morning and I got done and it was just me and her in the gym. And you know, you know, gyms, they have TVs in front of all the cardio equipment, right. Or most, right. Right. You know, and this was 24. So they had, you know, like four or five rows of TVs. She was all the way in the back with her remote. And we, and I got my remote from the, from the front desk so I could, you know, change the channels as I wanted to, because there were only the two of us in there. And I got on my bike and, you know, I turned to sports center and I'm watching and I'm riding, you know, just trying to get this fucking 45 minutes of cardio out of the way. She comes off of her treadmill, walks over to me and looks at me and says, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm riding my bike. What the hell do you, what the hell does it look like I'm doing? She's like, I was watching that. And I'm like, you were watching what? She's like, I was watching that TV. I said, there's like 40 of them. She said, I know I'm watching all of them. I said, uh, oh, so she was just crazy. Yeah. I said, uh, no, the fuck you're not. And I escalated way too fast because I just got so angry that she had the nerve to tell me she was watching 40 TVs. We went back, (laughs) we went back and forth for a minute. And finally I said to her, you know, he thought it was funny. I, I just think it, I just wish I hadn't have said this to her. I said, bitch, I will slit your throat, use your blood as lubricant, and fuck your neck till you die if you do not get away from me. And the wow. she went pale. I know, right? She went pale and ran out screaming. And the dude who was working the front desk came out of the bathroom. Like apparently he was trying to shave to get ready to go to his other job. And he was like, what the hell did you say, Marcel? And I'm like, I told him. He's like, why would you say something that horrible? I said, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you went from you went from uh, zero to 60. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, I... And don't... it's clear. I mean, it's so funny. The first, even at, I don't, I don't know how many years ago this was, but I'm sure you were an adult. Mm-hmm. I would immediately go, oh, she's, she's, she's nuts. So just, I'm not going to entertain this. I'm just gonna shut it down. I mean, I guess you shut it down in yeah, a way. I did, but <laughs> but it was clear she's not well. Yeah, no. So it why was, even? It's, it's why even inter- Why even escalate it? Because it's not. It's not even. I. You know what I mean? I honestly don't know why to this day. And every so often, I'll ponder why did I get so mad so fast? I mean, I went from. I'm sorry. What did you say to homicidal rage in like an instant? And I just. <laughs> Apparently her her brother's phrase now is dick in the ear because of what he she told him about what I said. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I I I honestly can't figure out why I got so mad so fast. I mean, it was just, it was just I guess it was just one of them days where I, I I just I don't know what happened that day. I just that must have been just a final straw of shit. And I'm like, I, that's it. I can't I can't take no more. You know <laughs> now. Now I must now I must get you to understand that I will hurt you or end you. And if you don't understand it from here, well then now I'll put my hands on you. Because that was my second thought was like to just throw over the top top of the uh we were on a, we were on, went in the upstairs at, at this 24. And that my first my second thought was to just toss her over the thing, especially if she touched me. I was just gonna walk her over to the to the to the railing and throw her over. That's how Good angry Lord. I got. Oh dude, hey, I, I lost it. I don't know what happened that day, but it I was so mad. 
And I would have done it that day. That day, I would have tossed her over the edge and just laughed as she hit the ground. I, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Well, you know what? We've had so many cold opens. Let's actually officially start the show. <laughs> Fair enough, sir. All right. Hello, I'm Damon. <laughs> I'm Marcel, former psycho. And we are Black Nerd Radio. Hey, uh, since we're already going, I'm going to have to drop this in the middle of this conversation, drop the intro. But uh, something uh, I was talking, you know, my uh, uh, fantasy TV and sci fi correspondent. Uh, um, Evan, you know, aka stuff I can't get Marcel to watch in a timely manner, so I'm going to talk to Evan about. Uh, <laughs> he brought something up to my attention that I didn't know Uh-oh. about Lizzo. Did you hear about this? That she was playing a flute that was like yeah, 180 she, years old or something like that. And well, she she uh, uh it's so funny. My friend Tim got drugged to a Lizzo concert. He's uh, vacation right now with his girlfriend and. He didn't even know who Lizzo was. He's like, hey, I'm at this concert. This woman is singing. She plays really good flute. It's like hip-hop. Her name's Lizzo. Have you heard of her? It's like, well, for starters, you're at Madison Square Garden. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of. Just a little, <laughs> just, just a little bit. He's like, that was like the most old man thing I've ever heard. Stop. And he's younger than both of us by like a decade. Wow. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. Uh, the Republicans won't stop complaining because Lizzo's at, at honestly at one of the shows at Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, she played James. Oh no, it was in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played James Madison's flute because she is a classically trained flautist. I mean, she could you know be in the Philharmonic. Apparently, she's really good. Yeah, two hundred nine she, year old flute. I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah, right, and uh, you know Republicans are just oh my god. There, the she's uh uh what is it? What were they saying? It's a crystal. It's a crystal flute. It's made out of crystal, mm-hmm. and it was the museum, the library of the the library of, of Congress. Congress. Yeah. yeah, they they you know she asked could she use it. They said yes, and you know it's great. Of course they said yes, and so she played us a, a brief little number using the flute, and, and then but Republicans were like. Oh, uh, the, she's desecrating. I was like, shut the entire fuck up. Oh, she's desecrating this flute by playing it? Well, because this black woman that's not, that doesn't fit their narrative, playing this slave owner's flute? Well, Des- you can go fuck off. Anyone who says any of I, I hate, I just fucking hate the Republicans. Dude, dude. For dude. this stupid shit. Dude. This is such a, I didn't even know it was an issue. It it's was. such a non-issue. Oh come on, man! It that was. a classically trained musician played an a, 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 an instrument. Okay, let's let's be, let's be real here. Okay, we're talking about a two hundred nine year old flute that had probably you know hadn't been played like I said in two hundred nine years. It's sitting there under glass for 
people to admire, people to see, people to be in awe of that one of our former presidents used to own, that he played the flute and no one considered him gay. So that's 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 the first thing that's really important. <laughs> uh, the second thing is, it's 209 years old. Lizzo is probably the first, and I hate to say it this way, but this is what they were thinking, to have to put her nigger lips onto the damn flute. Oh, the, she, she and was. That she, is that's, ex- she, that's exactly what their problem is. The so she said, she, said after playing, she said after playing it, I made history tonight. She's probably the first black person, not woman or man, just the first black person, period, to ever play it. Yeah, that's why they're maybe, pissed. May, maybe even touch it. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're pissed. They just won't say those words. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. I would have more respect for them if they did say it. I'd be like, well, at least you're honest. You're horrible people, but I admire your honesty. You know, I admire that. That you didn't want a black black person's big old thick lips, watermelon eating lips to touch the touch that damn flute. I get it. I think you guys are horrible people, but hey, at least you told it like it is. Huh? Unlike those damn liberals who lie about everything. At least you're honest about, about stuff, you know. And I still don't see what the problem is, to be real. It's a fucking flute, man. It's not like it's a thousand years old and ready to crumble. The thing is 209 years old, and from looking at it, it looks like it was made three days ago. I mean, it is in immaculate condition. Yeah. So it's like, what are you worried about? She's going to drop it? Is that what the problem is? No, it's not, because you know if it was fucking uh, Miley Cyrus or... Or uh, or uh, what's her name? Um, or, or or Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. They would have been praising it, so they can go fuck off. Oh, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you 100. That, that's just it. Just it just thing. it just made me angry. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Such a non-issue. Yeah, Matt Walsh is the one that on Twitter making a big stink, and then uh, all the fucking uh, right-wing fucktards followed suit. You know, it's so funny. They always talk about. They always talk about how uh, snowflakes, left or snowflakes, but no one bitches more than Republicans. I know. No one. I know. Like, I'm, and even when it comes to fictional shit, mm-hmm. like, I remember when uh, that movie came out where, uh, you know, those uh, left, well, uh, the elite left wingers were tracked down. Uh, track down. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That, undesirable. That, yeah, that, uh, that satire movie. It was. Um... What was that movie? Called? I want to say uh, uh, Hillary Swank was in it. Is that who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But um, the writer of that movie, I'm going to look it up. It's going to bug me if I don't. But the writer of that movie said he had a, he initially was going to do right wing, but he did left wing because he knew right wingers would complain. Oh, and yeah. and they still complained when they changed it to left wingers because. Oh, now you're you're killing right wing people. It's like they, they they no one complains more than the right. They always bitch and moan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they do, and and then they then they blame you if you don't agree with their bitching and moaning that you must be, you know, want to take the country to a place where it's not going to go. Like I remember one one of the last times I was at in, in an actual work environment, this one kid who's got no more than maybe twenty two. He asked me a question about um, about world government, and I told him, I said, "Look, man, you you gonna have to understand that in our lifetime, we're not gonna see that, but it will happen. 
there will be one government that will be governing the entire planet. We are this this individualist bullshit that you guys. What do you mean, you guys? I said you right wingers cling to, like it's like it's like it's your like it's your fucking oxygen tank and you're under the water. You know, is 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 killing us. The world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You you are eventually going to have to have one group of people, right or wrong, they're going to have to make decisions for us all. A one group of kind. He said, "Who do you think is going to run it?" I said, "It'll probably be a government like Norway." Sweden, the United States, something like that. No one is not going to be a dictator, so settle down. Well, it could be. No, no, it won't. Okay, ninety-nine percent of the world is free. Okay, yeah, China isn't. But most some of the would world argue. Some argue more free than the U.S. Actually, right. they are. Actually. Exactly, they really, they really <laughs> are. I said, so I don't want to hear that. I know where you're going. I don't want to hear it. And, and he just would not stop complaining about something that hasn't even happened yet. So, yeah, they complain more than everybody. But I couldn't, I couldn't get him to understand that this is just where we're going. I said, I don't know why you guys are trying to fight this. That's what do you think Make America Great is all about besides the racist overtones? They are trying to pull away, like the G20 conference, you know, where all the governments get together. These Republicans are terrified that they're trying to get the world a new world order, one government. I was like, well, maybe they are because... That's going to happen. Sorry, it just is. It, it, it almost has to happen. We're getting too small to allow people like in Saudi Arabia to do what they're doing with no consequences towards towards their citizens. You know, yeah. there has to be consequences for your actions. And the only way to do that is a world government. You can't allow, and uh, hopefully uh, this doesn't get me I don't care. I'm not, I'm a nobody. We can't allow Israel to continue doing what they're doing to the Palestinians. You know, eventually things are going to have to stop. Eventually the world is going to have to make things unified so that things can get done. Right. I mean, you got to remember, man, it, it, it took less than a hundred years from the time somebody said, Oh man, man, will never fly an airplane to quote unquote, depending on who you talk to land on the moon. And in the time since the moon landing and now, we ain't traveled nowhere. Nowhere. The hell? Because we're too yeah. busy fighting each other over dumb shit. We're too busy arguing with each other over dumb shit. You know? And it's just it's just ridiculous. It, it, I get tired of them whining and complaining over every little thing. And then, here's another one. They're the ones who don't want to talk about Brett Favre, but continue to talk about Ime Udoka. Yeah. I mean, Ime Udoka is in an open relationship with Nia Long. Ime Udoka had sex, consensual sex, with the team's vice president's wife. Shitty? Yes. Stupid? Yes. But in the power dynamics, who do you think had more power? The the, the vice president's uh, 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 wife or, or, or the head coach of the team? Hmm. But Emei's the worst human being that's ever walked the earth. Brett Favre, well, we're not going to talk about Brett Favre because that story is five years old of Brett Favre taking that money. That's a five-year-old story. Yeah, it just broke now. I know. That's the point. When it's one of them, ah, you know, we don't want to hear about it. We don't want to talk about it. But God forbid, you know, someone on the left does something and they just blow it up something terrible. Oh, they love to talk about Joe Biden's son. 
but yeah. yet they've elected two known convicted pedophiles in the office several times over mm-hmm. in yeah. Congress and Senate. And it, you know, shit pops up. Oh, this person, you know, uh, you know, had sex with a child yet, you know, uh, yeah, that was in the past. Why are you bringing up old shit? Yeah, I know. You know, and it's like in, in, in Congress, one of the former, um, speakers of the house was, uh, was a pedophile. Got, got convicted of it. Um, wish I could remember that cast name. He just got convicted of it. Um, and then he died. Some old white man, obviously. Yeah, I forget his name. I know yeah. you're talking about. And I'm like, you don't want to talk about that? And seriously, or Matt Gates, who 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 needs to be in prison, by the way. Or no one wants to talk about all the pictures Donald Trump has with uh, with Epstein. Mm-hmm. Ah, they're just kind of kind of barely friends. Man, there's like a thousand pictures of him. him with yeah, he I don't have to be it, in the island for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, um, the movie was called The Hunt, the Hillary Swank movie, by the way. The Hunt. Ah, there it is. Okay, I, I I thought it was Fatal, but it's not. No, 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 no. That was the one she. <laughs> no, that was a different movie. Uh, it was like a kind of a um, what do you call it? Like a fatal attraction esque movie. Yeah. Where she, you know, went crazy. She oh. she played the heavy. Oh, did she? Yeah, it was kind of it was a silly movie, but it's fun to watch. Um, all right, this is Black Nerds. Let's talk about some nerd shit. What have oh. you been watching? Well, let me give you something that was nerdy before I tell you what I've been watching because I've been okay. watching. Uh, there's this guy on TikTok, uh, another TikTok story. He um, he made us just a dumb little story about how. He woke up and took his took his took his son on a trip without tell, telling his wife, right? And you know his wife was asleep, so he didn't want to wake her up. So he just picked up his son, and you know he just you know went on went on a little trip. You know they were out gone for maybe an hour or two. Um, you know she woke up, she knew the kid wasn't kidnapped. She figured he was probably with with the dad. So uh-huh. she she texted him, "I hate it when you do this. You need to wake me up and tell me what you did with my baby." So I write. My baby in quotations. Wow. Can't believe she said that. In three days since that comment, that sto- that guy's profile has blown up. And I mean something terrible blown up. Let me see here. Uh, my baby, I'm looking at it right now. 6,075 likes. And 174 replies. So conversations have been going since 924. You got some you got some video playing in the background. It's not supposed to, but that you're hearing me look up the numbers on on, on that on that video. So oh. that's all that was. Um I was reading exactly. I want to get it exactly what it was. Six thousand seventy-five likes for that little comment of people who were angry that she said, my baby. I was just being, you know, dumbass Marcel, huh? Sarcastic. Can't believe she said my baby. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Now, they're actually pissed. All of them are, are like these incel dudes who are like, I looked at the pictures of the people. They're all like these incel dudes. Yeah, fuck these women. My baby. How come it's not our baby? Which is the main thing in the replies. Yeah, it's our baby. It's their baby. And the women were on the other side of the line. All she said was it's my baby. You know, we all say stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. What did I do to this guy, man? And then he had to write, how did I make my wife into a Bond villain with this story? 
And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I wrote back, I don't know what you did, but apparently uh, uh, I helped a little bit. Sorry about that. Because uh, <laughs> he did. He turned her into a Bond villain I, over something as innocuous as my baby. All parents say that. Dad yeah. will say my baby. A woman, mother will say my baby. is not that big of a deal. But I, it's know, not a big deal at all. In no. fact, Heather would call sometimes when it's my turn to, or when it's time to drop Ellie's off. She's like, "Bring me my baby." And I'll say, you know, I'll say it, or I'll say, "I'm coming to get my baby." You know, just silly. It's, yeah. How do you yeah. take that to the people? Which you know goes to show you people just looking for shit to complain about. That's the point. That's the point of the of the story is that they were looking for it because there was nothing there. I can I'll, I'll I'll even send you the video so you can watch how stupid this guy is because he's the bad guy in the end, he's the dummy in the end, and he, the whole video was about how dumb he was for not just jostling his wife awake or texting her, going, "Hey, I got the kid," you know. He didn't even do. He just picked up picked up the kid, left, and went and throwed rocks on the on on a lake for an hour. That's all he did. Jeez. And then I comment on that, and it just blew up. And I'm like, what kind of world do we live in? And that makes people that angry. What the hell? I don't know, man. I, I, don't know, man. I thought it was funny. Okay, so I've been watching Lie to Me. I'm almost done with it. Oh, is that the one with Tim Roth? Actually, it's a really good series. Um, he's a bit annoying because he doesn't grow as a character. Everybody else does. He doesn't. He's the same obnoxious midget bastard he is. He was in the first episode that he is closer to the end of the series. Only three three seasons long. That's the only part I don't like is that he hasn't changed at all, you know. And everybody else has, you know. They've all grown and gotten better at what they do. Um, and every and it's about how to tell people who are lying to you. And it's like, you know, I hate to be this guy, but it, I didn't learn anything. You know, I was always I'm always able to tell when when they're going like, well, he's lying, he's lying. And I I usually say why he's lying, and then they say, oh, he's lying because I'm like, yeah, duh, I know that. And I don't know why I know that, but I do. And Michael B. Jordan has just shown up. You know, we're close to the end of season three, which I didn't even know he was in it. But apparently he was. And he's there close to the end of it. And it's not that bad. You know, I got like five episodes to go. It's not that bad. And then uh, I saw the new uh, Deadpool trailer. Apparently Hugh Jackman got talked into coming back. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Because, you know, Deadpool kind of has this man crush with uh, Hugh Jackman or yeah, Wolverine, and it looks like he's kind of old man Logan because he's got the beard and stuff. Yeah, so I'm wondering so I'm, how that's going to turn out. I'm really interested. I can't wait. Yeah, me too. And the new Black Panther is a woman. Oh yeah, you could, you didn't put that together. I, I I the thing is, I always thought it was going to be a woman, and then I told myself that's too easy, and then I convinced myself. And I remember telling you this, that it was going to be Killmonger, because that would be a different turn, you know, that the Sub-Atlanticans, you know, got his body and they resurrected him. And he's, you know, he he comes back to to help his people in the right way. And Michael B. Jordan becomes the new Black Panther. Yeah, and I didn't see that. I didn't think that was going to happen. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't want it to be predictable because that's predictable. I just don't know if it's Surrey. Or 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 the uh, the little girl from um, the gonna love interest. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, the Le, love interest. Le, uh, oh whatever her name is. Laput. Yeah, Lapita. Lapita. Diango. Yeah, yeah that's Diango. Yeah, I don't know Oof, which one of them is going to take that. Uh, yeah, it is. 
know, I don't know which one of them is going to take the, the mantle, but when they showed the picture of the Panther at the very end of this last trailer, I mean, it had breasts. So I'm like, well, it's a woman. And I don't care what these transgender people say, the breast woman. So as a woman, and I'm like, okay, I just don't know which woman it's going to be. You know, I'm hoping it's someone that we don't know that takes the role, a new character, a new person. Because I don't, I want to be surprised as to who becomes the new Black Panther. I just do. I want to be surprised. I don't want to just be like, ah, of course it's Suri. God damn it. Well, <laughs> just like the comics. Know. Just like the comics. She's, you know, she was the Black Panther for a while in the comics. So that makes sense. That's what I mean. But it, it's like, I know it makes sense. And that's what makes it boring. Is that it makes sense. Well, let's stop damning it before we even see it. I'm not damning I... the movie. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not damning the movie as a whole. I'm damning I'm damning preemptively the choice of one character. The movie might be the best ever, but that one character for me is going to just be like, oh, God, why? I'll love the rest of it, but that 1% is going to make me just go, oh, God, why? Every movie has I that, wonder, oh, God, why, you know, in it. I wonder... Uh... How Namor's how they're going to do Namor. I mean, it, I, I'm really looking forward to you know how you know because he's like Namor's just kind of an asshole because he does like he's like a good guy but kind of a bad guy. Yeah, he's one he's, of the original anti heroes. Yeah, what he, he really was that in the comics. He really does go back and forth. So yeah. I'm really curious how they're going to play him out. I, I assume he's going to start out as a foe and then they're going to find some middle ground well because they said that he's not necessarily a sub-atlantican as somebody said that he that they're going to play him more like an inca god yeah it's going to be like the sea mexicans yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) i guess somebody has to say it the real wetbacks (laughs) oh oh Oh, well, somebody, go so far. somebody had to say it. You know <laughs> no, it. no one had to say it. Yes, they did. Somebody <laughs> had to say it. Damn it. The original wetback. I said oh, it. Damn it. It's Jesus out there now. Jesus Christ. That's funny. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> and you it. know it. Oh, but but that, that is what they're doing, though, with Namor uh, from what I, from you know what some of these uh, sites are saying. So that could be interesting to see how they portray him. Um and also, they're really a lot of them are really thinking that this is when when Doom is going to show up. You know, that would be interesting. Yeah, that Doom might be the be the cause of all of the strife between Wakanda and and and, and Atlantis. It's, I know if Doom. we if we do get some kind of a Doom, it's going to only, only be a reference or a glimpse. It's not like he's going to be a major character, you know, because they're not. That would be rushing too much too soon. It's just going to be little nuggets. I mean, I just I, I do not think if if Doom is mentioned or a part of this movie, it's going to be just referenced, or we're going to get a glimpse or a little peek behind the curtain. It's not like he's going to be fighting uh, Black Panther. I don't see that happening at all. No, and, I, and I'm with you 100. percent It's going to be a really quick, you know, mention of of Doom, kind of like they did. Um, Thanos in in the the right Thanos showed up, right. So that's that's fine by me. And he's yeah, he's not even listed in 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 any of the credits from what I can see. There's nobody playing uh, Doctor Doom in the credits. So that's that that's even more telling me that he's going to be in it. You know, as as a quick glimpse. Um, Also, did you know that Black that the that uh, 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 
Blade is only 90 pages in so far. 90 pages done. Well, they lost a director too. Is that what happened? Yeah. Which is not a death nail uh, for a movie. I mean, uh, Multiverse of Madness, they lost a director in 11th hour and Sam Remy stepped in. You know, but he had like two months to prep. Yeah. Uh, they were due... They were due to shoot in like less than a month, and then the director dropped out. I mean, but the same thing with Ant Man, the first Ant Man the director dropped out at the last minute. I mean, this happens a lot, but this close to production is a little troubling. And then there's rumor mill says that um, uh, that Mahershali is a little yeah. frustrated with what's going on. They think you know, this is just all hearsay stuff. Well, he's getting, he's getting older by the day, and he's not well, happy about that. Well, it the director is someone he recommended, and uh, also um, they um, they the, the rumor is that they feel Foggy is spinning too is is stretched too thin because he's managing all the movies mm-hmm. and all the tv stuff well, he is because too thin, he too they much. all they all go hand in hand so they you know someone's got to make sure that stuff is released and on time right and in man you know just kind of managing everybody and they're I mean, thinking, does he, does he sleep? Jesus Christ, man! Just yeah, I, be up all the time. He's got he's got to sleep no more than three, four hours a night with that kind of schedule, dude. Because I can't imagine the amount of work must go into that, into making sure that everything is lined up and released on time. I mean, we're talking what twenty shows that he's working on, working on that are on now, that have been on, that are coming on, and projects coming up. I mean, and make sure they they're gonna wrap on time so that it works. You know, so they so you know the the timeline makes sense and stuff's in sync the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a lot of plates. He, he probably should have someone help him with like, and he should focus like on the movies and have someone help him or focus on the uh, the TV. Just yeah. like you know, because he's definitely spinning a lot of plates now. We just said that there's nobody mentioned for Doom in the cast, right? There right. is a guy named Richard Schiff. This older white man, um, and he has no name of who he's playing under it. Really? Yeah. I just noticed that he has no name. Then there's this other guy named Kamaru Usman, black guy, who has no name who he's playing under him. Now I'm a little as everybody else that's in the cast, you can see who they're playing, except for these two guys. So who are they playing? Right. That's uh, now Richard Schiff is too old to be doomed. He was born in 1955. He's he was from the Shield. And you may remember him as uh, Kevin Spacey's lawyer from uh, Seven. Do you remember him? Oh. That guy, yeah, there yeah, 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 yeah. That's who yeah. Richard Schiff is. He's that guy, and but he's just too old to play Doom, maybe. Now, then you look at the other dude, Kamaru Usman. This dude was born in 1987. I wonder. No, he doesn't have enough experience at all. I, they, they couldn't do that. I was thinking maybe. 
they misled us in the trailer as to who the new Black Panther could be. And it could be this guy because he's really young and he has legitimate fighting skills. He's a uh, professional mixed martial artist, freestyle wrestler, folk style wrestler. I mean, he's a real currently competes in the welterweight division of the UFC. I, now I'm in, now I'm even more intrigued now because I don't know who he's playing. There's nothing there. Interesting. Yeah, and he's a real fighter. So, could it be? Could we be and, looking at Doom and, and the New Panther? Maybe. Maybe. I just don't like this guy. As, as I don't know, he, he's got enough. This guy, Richard Sears, has enough acting credits to where I wouldn't mind him playing Doom because I know he can act. I've seen this dude dozens of things. I've never been disappointed in any of his performances. But he's so old. I don't know how that's going to pull off because one of the reasons why Chris Evans turned down Captain America, I think he said four times, was because of the 10-year commitment. He didn't know right. he wanted to be Captain America for 10 fucking years. He's like, that's a long time. He's like, what if I hate it? You know, I'm stuck doing this for 10 years. And when you have a guy like this dude who was born in 19, you know, 50, 55, can he really give you 10 good solid years of doom? At 67 well, years old? Can he really? Well, look, if we got the X-Men, they're gonna, he's probably going to be an older Doom. I mean, if they're, they're talking oh. the X-Men and we got, it looks like we're going to get an older, you know, a, a 60-something Xavier and a 60-something Magneto. Why not have a 60-something? I mean, look, mm, uh, okay. uh, you know, look, we have an older, uh, you know, when they did like, the Illuminati and Doctor Strange, we had like a 50-something Mr. Fantastic. So I think it tracks, honestly. You think so? I think so. Then we might have discovered who uh, Panther and Doom are. Now, um, as far as what I've been watching, is there anything else you got? No, that's that's really what I've been focused on, just trying to finish out Lie to Me and uh, trailers and shit. But what have you been watching? Because I know you probably watched a ton of shit. And you were gonna, at least you're gonna try to anyway. I try to. I got. I. I been, it was weird though. I watched a lot of stand up. Um. There's a. There's a. He's not a new comedian, but he's has a new Netflix special out. Sam Morell. Morell. Mm. Uh, watched him. He's pretty funny. Uh, Patton Oswald. It's a new one. I like Patton. He's just very. He's like the nerds comedian. <laughs> and uh, another guy, Asian dude, who uh, I, I didn't knew nothing about. I just saw like a little clip and then I watched it. His name's Shang Wang. Uh, and uh, the way he's cadence and he talks, he sounds like an older black dude. Like an old black dude. Uh-huh. But, but that's just the way he talks and the way he just carries himself. If you did not look at the screen when he was on, you would have thought it was some older black dude. But it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of stand-up for some reason. Um, I also watched uh, Devil in Ho- Ohio, which is like a, a, a Netflix uh, miniseries. And it's basically... Hello? I'm here. I'm right here. Oh, okay. oh, oh, I know. Okay. I, I went silent. I know. I, I'm right here. Okay, um, it's like uh, this uh, the woman from Bones. Remember Bones? Yeah, Emily D- Deschanel. I yeah, know. I didn't one. I did not know she was uh, Zoe Deschanel's older sister. 
Did not know. Did not put them together. Did wow. not think. Thought they shared the same last name. Didn't think they're related. But now you look at them and they're like, oh, yeah, they do look a lot alike. Yeah, they really do. Like, <laughs> you can tell they're sisters when you look at it. Like, oh, yeah, that's, it, that's their sister. It's so funny. Never put those two together. You know, that, that reminds me of when Woody Harrelson put together the, the, the Luke and Liam ne- and, uh, and Chris uh, Helmsworth. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> where we're brothers. I mean, it was an amazing moment in an inter- live interview where he just went, you guys do have the same last name, don't you? <laughs> you do kind of look alike, don't you? And he went, and, and the younger one went, what did you say? He's like, I, I, I just put it together. You're actually brothers. You didn't know that? No. Oh, the that entire so time funny. we've been shooting, I never thought you were a brother. I just now figured that out. That's how you <laughs> sounded to me. I just, I can't believe this. This is amazing. They're related. Hey, hey did you hear this? Did you know this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like years late to the party. Usually that's me doing this. <laughs> with like music and stuff. Have you heard Bruno Mars? You know who that guy is? Yeah, Marcel, he's been around since 2010. What are you talking about? I just discovered him last week. That guy's pretty talented. Yeah, that guy's not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> uh, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I don't right, get it. Go ahead. Uh, I watched uh, D- um, uh, Devil. I only have two more episodes of it. Devil in Ohio. Mm. And uh, it's really cool. It's just, uh, she plays this, uh, she plays this uh, psych- psychiatrist. And that works with children and teenagers in particular. And she works for the state and they're in Ohio and her husband's like uh, flips houses, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, and uh, she, he has a, he's like overextended and he can't sell this house. And anyway, she comes across this case of this girl who escaped like a cult. Well, she finds out slowly over the, you know, her parents abusive parents. She has like a pentagram carved in her back. And they get like this, um, there's this, um, um, a detective and, and the psych, the, the psychiatrist work together to realize in this small town in Ohio, there's this like death cult. And this girl is like, finds out her father is like the head of this cult. And then it slowly unravels. And there's something definitely. I I got like three more episodes before it's over, so I will I'll give you the, I'll tell you the my full review of it when um next week when I'm done, but something definitely supernatural is happening and it's super interesting. But it's a it's a miniseries, so it's you know it's a, it's going to be over. There's not going to be a second season. Um, another thing I watched was um oh. Um. Oh, I watched the first two episodes of Dahmer. How is that? I heard that that that, that some people are pissed off because it seems like they're glorifying Jeffrey Dahmer. And I, I don't see how they're glorifying it at all. That's what I've heard. Not, now, I haven't not... watched it, but I'm just telling you the buzz of some people yeah. that I've seen. They say it's like they feel like they're glorifying. Um, if anything, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that whatsoever. Um, if anything, it's like. Uh, it's just kind of painting a picture like the it, it it opens there's a lot of flashbacks but it opens with him getting uh, on the last case the one he got caught the one that got him caught <clears throat> and then you kind of go back and forth into what's happening uh currently after him getting caught and uh instances that led up to that and i'm only two episodes in but it's really good 
In fact, it made him, you know, it, it, you know, like I, you know, you think, you know, and I, if I was in the, some of the position, some of these guys, I'd beat the living fuck out of Dahmer. But uh, it's, you know, some of the people he picked, like this last guy, the one he got caught, mm-hmm. that guy didn't have a chance. I mean, he, he just like fucking sheer luck that he. Oh, with the that, door, with the locks, he got the one lock out of all those locks that was the one that was uh, that he could unlock and get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but it it really I'm only two episodes in it, but Dahmer was a really shitty serial killer. I mean, he should have got caught so many times. Yep. But it really it was just the the incompetence of the police. Also, one of them was white privilege because, and also homophobia. Homophobia was a big part of it. Yeah, homophobia was a big part of it. White privilege, of course, because a lot of these people that were calling in about him were black or Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And he got so many calls and the cops would show up and it was like, eh, what's going on? Oh, gay stuff. All right. Get on, get out of here. You know, queer, you know, yeah. I'm not done with it, but it is crazy. Mm-hmm. The incompetence and a lot of incompetence There's like a little bit of racism. A little bit of uh, homophobia, mm-hmm. a lot of incompetence. Like that one kid who 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 could have Donald should have been caught when that kid escaped and ran to the cops bleeding and naked. They sent him back. Yeah, to Jeffrey he was, Dahmer and killed, said, him. Oh, killed him instantly. A lovers quarrel. Yeah, the guy couldn't really form. He he had already drilled into his head and poured acid into him, and so he was kind of comatose and he was bleeding. It's like, oh, we we're doing some S and M stuff and. You imagine mm. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, that they drove him back and so he could finish the job. Yeah, and he did it immediately when he <laughs> got back. He said, I killed him immediately. And I'm like, how do you get that lucky as a serial killer? But then again, I've always felt like serial killers do operate on a certain amount of luck, you know, because oh, absolutely. Because if you think about it, how many times in your life? Have you been pulled over speeding when you saw no cops nowhere? It just all of a sudden there they are. You're like, what the hell kind of bad? Plus, when you realize that there's like one police officer for every like, I don't know, hundred thousand people in this country or more, you realize you gotta have some shitty luck to run into a cop. Or they're actually looking for, you know, people of our hue to to fuck with. But let's just go with the first part. You gotta have shitty luck to run into them. You know, right. Because they're 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 not they're hardly anywhere. I mean, I've gone. I only go to the store really and back and forth, but I've only seen the times I leave the house maybe four cop cars in the last four or five months since I you know when I drive somewhere. That's it. That's it. So, how lucky do you get to be driving with bodies in your trunk and and blood on your seat? And and you've killed like like the Green River Killer, forty eight dead, all in the same. He he puts them in the same spot. I don't know why they just didn't have somebody camp there for a couple months, and you probably would have caught him. But they didn't. Luck. These guys just get flat out lucky, and I don't understand that. But- you know, but I'm watching it. It got me thinking. You know, it was like. I was like, God, white, you know, so mostly, I mean, there are obviously serial killers of every ethnicity. 99.99999% of them are white males. That's just yeah, the reality. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. It's exactly. Just, yeah, that's just the reality of it. But I, it made me look up uh, top uh, 10 popular 
black serial killers you should know. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what that's what the list is. Not that I'm like make up this list. It's not. It's not like oh, these are my favorites, Marcel. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I just looked up a few just to see, and there's some scary fucking dudes. Oh yeah. Uh, here's uh number one. I'll just go through these ten, and then like we gotta go because I have uh, uh some time pressing shit uh tonight, and I have to get some sleep. But um, here we go. Number one, Samuel Little. Yes, no, he is. Discovered him a couple years ago. I did not. This guy confessed to murdering 93 people, all women. Yep. And uh, he is clinically insane. Yep. He was convicted in 2014. And uh and uh although in 2018 he was convicted for the murder of one more person. And he murdered women across 19 states over 35 years. Yeah. And his last victim was in 2005, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, this dude was huge, too. Former boxer. He's like 6'4", 230. Yeah, yeah. Former professional boxer. So you didn't have a chance with this cat, man. No. Especially if you're a woman. Yeah, you didn't have a chance. Well, he only killed women. Uh, Henry Lewis Wallace. Uh, He killed 11 women in North Carolina and from 90 to 94. He's waiting execution right now. Uh, there's Chester Turner. This guy, he killed 10 women in law in LA and found guilty and the death of an unborn child of one of his victims. So he's convicted of four additional murders. Um, that's, that's crazy. Uh, another one, number four, Derek Todd Lee. Well, he's got three names. Obviously, he's a serial killer. Yeah. Whenever they use all three names, yeah. you've done some shit. Yeah, you're a serial killer. <laughs> he uh, he killed between two between 92 and 2003. He murdered uh, seven women in Baton Rouge. But he was before it started killing, he kept getting arrested for stalking women and watching them in their homes, you know, peeping toms. And he decided to, you know, Jesus Christ. Should Take the been, next step. That should have been enough to at least get him locked up for a little bit. You would stop. think. You would to, think. To get him to stop. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. You know what the next step is. Uh, Paul DeRusso, Uh He murdered seven women, including two that were pregnant in, between 97 and 2003. Uh, he also, they may have killed several local women when he was he was in the army, so he killed a few women uh, where he was stationed. Disappeared. He never copped to it, but they 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 think he was involved in their disappearance. Uh-huh. Uh, Lorenzo number six, Lorenzo Gailard. Uh This guy, he was a trash. Uh, he was a trash company supervisor. He was believed to have raped and murdered at least thirteen women and girls from 1977 to 1993. He was only he was convicted of six murders uh, in 2007. Look how little he is, though, dude. I mean, no wonder why they, he was able to do what he did. These women probably thought they could take him. Mm-hmm. So look, look at him. He's like five, six hundred and something pounds. They probably thought they could take him. Uh, here's Craig Price is number seven. Uh, he committed his crimes in Warwick, Rhode Island. With women between the ages of 13 and 15. He was arrested in 89, and uh, he was committed in his uh, 
So that was his first kill. It was in 1989. Mm-hmm. God damn, dude. He, his first four murders was uh, a one were in his neighborhood. He killed a woman and her two daughters, and then killed uh, two more in the same neighborhood two years uh, two years afterwards. God, what woman in his own neighborhood? Fuck him and he up. still it, this is insane. Hey, Mark Gordo, uh, Gordo. Uh, he, uh, I think it's Gudo. Gudo, thank you. Yeah, that's what I think it is. He was a Phoenix serial killer, uh, between 2005 and 2006. Uh, he killed between that. Oh, nine, get nine out of here. Murders, 15 sexual assaults. Good God. He was convicted of a grand total of 76 of 93 crimes and was sentenced to death nine times. One for each murder conviction and given a sum total of 1600 years in prison. So, seven. So, they, 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 they think he was responsible for 93 of them, but they can only convict him for 76. Uh. And between, between, holy shit, that is insane. Uh, and uh. it says between 2005. Of August 2005 and June of 2006, he amassed that number in that short amount of time. That means he was that's, he was doing it nightly then. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, he was jumping on on, on these women nightly. Ray Joseph D- D- Dandridge. Oh, that's unfortunate. Dorothy Dandridge shares the same name as this piece of shit. Yeah, this guy. Uh, he pleaded guilty to three counts of murder. He also acted as an accomplice in the murder of a family with the same one-week period. And he's given life in prison. He was convicted in 2017. And number 10, Eugene Victor Britt. Uh, oh, wow, God, this guy's horrible. Multiple women in Indiana in 1995, one of whom was an eight-year-old. However, he confessed to nine other murders and one additional rape, though was only tried for seven murders. Oh, he's uh, he was cons- he was convicted. Uh, he's serving 100 years for murder of his youngest victim. In 2006, he was given an additional 245 years in prison. Wow! So we have some crazies too. But here, here's the final thing I'll I'll say, and then you can wrap it up with your final words on this. My thing is this. This is one of the things that I've always faulted women for. And I'll and let me finish before you judge me. Yes, please, please explain yourself. <laughs> because every one of these dudes, every one of them, unless it was a snatch and grab, gave off signs that they were insane, gave off signs that they weren't normal. And a lot of times, because some of these guys, you know, aren't ugly, they probably talked a good talk, got close to these women, because that's how a lot of them do. They talk the talk, they get close to them, but the women will ignore the obvious signs that are right in front of them. I mean, just the look in their eyes as they're looking at them. That's not lust. That's murderous intent. He's not looking at you like, oh, I can't wait to wait to make love to you, baby. No, he's looking at you like, I'm going to fucking kill you later. And I don't know how you can't see that. 
I don't understand how they don't see it. And like I said, unless it's a snatch and grab where you have, you know, where it's just like you just like Bundy would just, you know, help him make well, even then some of those Bundy ones, he would get them to help him pick up stuff and then he'd push him into the back of the thing, which is like first thing you do is you back, you don't back into anybody's car helping them move something. You let them back in to the back of their truck and you help them pick up that 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 sofa, you know, if you're gonna be that that person. You don't take the back of the sofa and go in the back. Who knows what they, they might push that into you. You can't get out now. You're now you're their prisoner. Come on, use your brain. And- now I think that's easy to say. Uh, play Monday morning f- uh, quarterback about that. Like uh, that, that, that. That's I. I don't agree with that all the time because there's a obviously a lot of serial killers have. There's some that are obvious. Like oh, how could you not see this? And then there's some that you don't see coming. There's a guy I worked with at UPS. His name we used to call him Mad Mike because he would get he would get pissed off. He had a short fuse, but it was it was kind of like when I get pissed about shit. It's like God damn it, I go from zero to sixty. You talked about rate uh, about slitting a woman's throat and then fucking the wound <laughs> earlier today. Now someone said you killed somebody, so you should have seen it come. That's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You you can't always see it. That's I mean, a lot of t- there's sometimes, yeah. I mean, like with Jeffrey Dahmer, there's there's so many clues of what was going on. You are, also- but 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 at the same time, there's a lot of times people don't see it coming. Now, yeah. let me go back. There was a guy named Mad Mike. Stop. Uh, we would, you know, he was uh, he would have a short fuse, but everyone would laugh when he'd flip his shit. That guy, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I think I told you a story before. Uh, he. Uh, you know, I had a girlfriend, Claire, who's lived out at uh, Long Beach, and we'd have this long, you know, I'd drive up there every other weekend, she'd come down, and then one one day, I was talking to her after work, or like that morning, and she was like, oh, it's kind of crazy, uh, they found a body in the beach where I usually walk our, my dog. Now, uh, we found out that it was Mad Mike. He got in a fight with his girlfriend, they went up to the beach, he killed her, and buried her in a shallow grave on and on the beach now did we think he was capable of killing his girlfriend no so to say that they should have seen it coming is kind of ridiculous because it's not ridiculous it it can be it can well it is because you're you're saying that all of these women i didn't say all well you said said they all should have you said they they look here's here's the thing here's the thing there is a difference between and, and 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 honestly, with as many altercations as you've had, you should know the difference between somebody that just wants to fight you and somebody that wants to kill you. You should know the difference by now, and I'm sure that you do. And that's what I'm saying is that there are guys who that you can look at and go, ah, he's just a hothead. There are other guys who, when they get angry, they get angry in a different way, where it's uncontrollable, where it is, it's beyond the pale, where they don't calm down. I calmed down almost instantly after I did that and said, why the fuck did I do that? But you didn't say that to her. I was never going to say last, that. I was never going to say that to her. Thing, that's not the last thing she saw from you. I get it. No, no, I get that. But she never, she didn't know this. But she never had to worry about me again because I had calmed down. 
And that dude, and I don't know if that dude downstairs said something to her about me because I knew who he was. I can't remember his name. You know, that I'm not like that and all that. Plus, I have the background and the history to show that I'm not, but she wouldn't know that. I get it. But I calmed down instantly. These guys, I, I had a friend. His name was, what was, what was uh, uh, Fred Miles. He was a murderer. He killed multiple people. He had that kind of temper where he would get angry and Fred wouldn't stop. Even in the seventh grade, he wouldn't quit. It's like, dude, settle down. It would take four and five of us just to get holding down sometimes. He gets so angry. That man's been in prison since he was like 18 years old. He's still there. His little brother, and I know Rufus will never hear this, so I don't fucking care if he uh, if I use the names or not. But but Rufus, I saw him one day and I was like, Fred's still in prison. He's like, Oh yeah. And I was like, how many people did he kill this time? You know, and he was telling me a few things and some things he wouldn't tell me. But I always knew he had what it took to murder people. I knew it because he didn't stop. And some of these dudes, when you meet them, you can see it in their eyes. And more importantly, you can see it in their actions that you just need, some people you just need to stay away from. Your body will tell you. We have a Again. fight or flight reason for a reason. The body will go, you're like, oh, you got, yeah, I need to get away from this. Oh, again, you, 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 you assume that everyone has your, uh, your ability to, uh, to read people. Not everyone has that. That's why some serial killers are so successful for so long. You're right about I'm, that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that part of it. Yeah. So to, to, to say that they should have seen it coming is, is, is an insane thing to say because they, not everyone's going to know. They're just not going to know. I mean, and time, time proves it. I mean, there's, there's some serial killers that only, you know, like look at Wayne Gacy. He only went after men yeah. and boys. Yeah, he did. So, so it wasn't just women that weren't, that didn't really realize what was happening. It was guys too. And granted, there's some people that don't, that just don't notice this shit. And there's obviously serial killers look for a certain type of person that they think they'll be able to get get one over on. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of all those things, all those factors. So it is very, it's, it's true. And and part of my my rationale is is based on a lot of it's based on personal experience. You know, like I knew, like I've told you about this one girl I've known since I was like a little boy. We knew each other since we were little kids, and she went to date a dude who was an acquaintance of mine, and all of us told her what he was, and she didn't believe us. And then the first time he smacked her around, she forgave him. And then the next time he put her in the in, in ICU for, for a week and she still went back to him. It's like, one, how did you not, why didn't you listen? Two, how did you not, how did you let him get away with it after the first time? I mean, there are, I'm not saying all of these women and all of these men who were killed by these serial killers should have known. But I really believe that a lot of them, at least half of these, just ignored the signs. Look at some of these guys in the eyes when you look at their mug shots. Look in their eyes. There's nothing there. Nothing. There is nothing behind those eyes. And when you see that in someone, they're telling you, I don't give a fuck about me. What do you think I think about you? And that's when you just go like, all right, it's all you, whatever you need. And you just turn and you just walk away. Every one of these dudes, I look at them and like, if I see that look in somebody's face, 
even if I'm 25, young and strong, I'm looking at him like, nope, I'm not ready to kill. I'm out. I'm not ready to kill somebody today. And I, I got I got I gotta walk away. I don't care what he's done. I don't care what he said. I have to walk away because this guy's ready to kill me. And I'm not ready to kill him. But you're right on, on one of your points. Not everybody can read people. And you know from experience, I can read people. Yeah. You know that from experience. That's not me bragging. You know I can do that. It's one of my few gifts I got from whatever gives us gifts is the ability to read people. Yeah, yeah. I am I I, I agree hundred percent on that. And I some and you're and you're right about that. Sometimes I forget that people can't do what I can do when it comes to looking at people and go like you need to leave this motherfucker alone. Or, yeah, this guy's safe. Or this girl will treat you right. Or this girl's going to cheat on you in five seconds. You know, these two are about to get divorced. What? Yeah, they are. They're going to give, give another month or two. They got divorced two months later. <laughs> How did you not know? Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. It's just that sometimes I just think that some people want to see the good and oh, not it- see what is actually there. Well, you know, there's a, I forget the, I think it was Kemper. I can't remember which, which serial killer said it, but he would put women in a position to where they didn't want to f- seem rude. And they would. I think uh, you're right. Be, I think it is Kemper. I think you're right. Think and they, a lot of times they would just override their instinct because they didn't want to, because he would, he would phrase stuff to where if they felt like they're being a, an asshole or being rude and then he got them in the car and then after that it was you know it was a wrap for them mm-hmm. but he would he said that was i think it was camper yeah he would put I'm almost him, positive he was, you're right because he would say him, something yeah, I think you're right yeah he would say something or you know present himself in a way to if you said no you'd look like an asshole and they rather they would override their common sense because they didn't want to look they didn't want to come across as rude or an asshole when when their inside is just yelling, do not get in this car. Yeah, that's what I mean. We all have that instinct. Otherwise, there wouldn't be as many people on this planet as they are as there are because we were we were just protein for thousands of years, tens of thousands of years. That's all we were were protein to, to the to the predators, you know. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't there wouldn't be as many of us here if we didn't have fight flight. And a lot of some of us have freeze, you know, it's another part of it. But, you know, there aren't that many of those because most of those got eaten, you know, but fight or flight. We all have it. It's just will you listen to that, 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 that chill down your spine? When you look at some of these dudes, will you listen to that? When you look at them and your gut is telling you, you need to run. I've seen that look in people before when I'm looking at like Chester Turner, I know guys personally who have that look. And it's like, you don't bother them. You just let them do what they do. You let them say what they say and you never be around them. You never be around them. This little boy named Mo who used to live up the street from us, uh, three houses down when I was, when I was young. Uh, he's, he's like, I think he's Derek's age. Now he might be dead. I don't know, but he murdered three people. <laughs> Okay, and Mo, even at nine years old, I told my mother, I said, this boy is going to murder somebody. Oh, he's just nine. I said, no, look at his eyes. There's nothing there. And he did. He murdered three people. You could see it even at nine years old. You could just see it. I told Anton Derek, I said, you need to stay away from him. He is going to kill people. Don't hang out with him. Just leave him the fuck alone. 
And when he did, both of them came to me and said, how did you know? I said, it's just in his face. Look at him. And whenever I say that to people, they always go, what am I looking at? And then I go, all right, you can't see what I see. Never mind. I don't know how to explain it, which is one of the reasons why I like lie to me, because some of the stuff that he says about how to look at faces, I see naturally (laughs) that he's explaining to people what to look for, that I see in their faces immediately. Like, for example... My little brother, and I, I don't know if I told you, but my little brother has, a, has the, one of the worst tales ever about when he lies. His, his, his eyelids under his, his eyelids um, uh, pucker up when he lies. It's the worst tell in the world. If you ever played poker, you'd have to wear sunglasses the entire time. Oh. You just get him to lie and he'll, he'll, he'll get this weird look under his eyes. And I'm like, yep, you're lying to me. First time I told him that, he said, that's not true. And he did it immediately then. Because he didn't, it was an, it's it's a response that he can't help. You know, it's one of those involuntary responses, and you can't help it unless you practice it or take a beta blocker. And I told I told his wife that <laughs> after their wedding, and she said, "Yeah, he does have that. He does when he's lying." Huh? Thanks for telling me. And now she knows whenever he's lying, and I find it hilarious. <laughs> but but these guys, they all have that in their eyes, man. Where it's, there's just there's there's nothing there. They don't care whether you live or die. It, 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 it's looking at some of these, it just it, chills down my back. Just looking at some of these dudes. Like Samuel Little just looks like a man who he'd kill you, to, he'd, just, he'd kill you instantly, just for no reason. And I, I saw an interview with him, uh, the one who killed 93 people. He said that he was fine with women as long as they didn't show him their neck. He said if they showed him his, their neck, he said, I had to strangle him to death. Jesus. And I went, oh, dude, we should put, we should just put you down. I don't want to hear your stories no more. We need to just kill you. But I understand how important you are in order to catch the next one. Right. You know, that's why when Manhunters was so impressive to me was that I understand what you're doing. You know, you're not giving these guys a platform. You're learning from them so that maybe you can catch the next one before he kills 20 people. Maybe he only killed 10 and you'll catch him. Or two, and you'll catch him. You know? Yeah, and and that was the early day. That was like the the uh, that was for you know uh, uh, profiling in its infancy. Very. They infancy, were still yeah. yeah. They were still figuring out how to you know how these people are, even though they're totally different people, totally different crimes. How they're all connected. Yeah, by and they doing are. This, you know, and they are all connected in in in, in a lot of them in their in their upbringings. Um, their experiences, their lack of experiences, their brain patterns, uh, their behaviors, everything. I mean, they are literally all plucked from that same fucked up tree. It's yeah. a little bit, it's a little bit of nurture, it's a little bit of nature, and it's a lot of shitty luck that turns these guys into what they are. Because I believe they're turned. I don't believe anybody's born ready to murder people. I will well, never, you some can never, are. you can never convince me that a child is ready to murder. Now, a child can be born without empathy. Now, you really have to work hard with them to not turn into that. But I don't think I mean, they're born wanting to kill. I think they're just born not understanding why you're sad because I hit you or took your toy. I don't understand why you're sad. Now, that's something you need to look out for. You know, kids who don't have empathy, they're dangerous. But most of these guys, it's experience, man. It's, it's being treated like shit. It's being bullied. It's being turned down by women, which 
every guy gets turned down, which is why you, some of these guys, dude, you just need to take the L, man. This is what happened when you're a dude. Girls are going to tell you the fuck no. Suck it up, deal with it. Some of them can't. Some of them get told no by that girl. Like Bundy started because I think that girl turned him down to go to prom, if I'm not mistaken. And then he just went on a slaughtering spree. I'm like, why did you just kill her? And I don't think he ever answered that question. You know, or uh, or uh, when Ed Kemper finally came to his revelation, because he's a genius, by the way, with his IQ. Right. All I had to do was kill my mother. Those were his words. Yeah. All I had to do was kill my mother and all this would have been over. Huh. I didn't have to kill all those people. No, you big dummy, you didn't. Your mama did this to you. <laughs> you killed people you didn't even know. And lastly, I have been on a quest since I was in my early 20s to figure out serial killers and why they do what they do. Because I can't wrap my head around why someone would want to kill somebody that they don't know, that has done nothing to them. I can't rationalize that. And it's bothered me for almost 30 years. It's just bothered me. I've watched all shows. I've read books. And I can't get my head around that. Now, knowing that, Stephanie said something to me one day. I don't know if I told you, but I'm going to say it anyway. She told me something one day that kind of bothered me. She said, you haven't figured it out is a good thing. She said, that's why I feel safe around you. Because you haven't figured it out. I'm like, what does that mean? She said, if you figure it out, I'm gone. (laughs) I guess you're like, Hey, oh, that's the secret. All right, let me get started on this. Exactly. That's what she thinks would happen. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? Don't I, I say don't know Come if... on, man. You don't believe that too, do you? Well. Do you if yeah. you do, if you honestly do, say so. I won't be mad. I won't fault you. I just don't don't kill me. Don't kill me, bro. Yeah, I, I, look, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, do you think that though? That that's a Well, you do have uh you do it does it is a over the years it has a theme that's come up more than a few times you you're 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 you is it possible that you could do it because someone who fixated on it so much yeah it kind of makes you wonder <laughs> I, I i you know uh, maybe maybe you don't want to kill but maybe you do <laughs> you know and to answer that question i'd honestly say i don't and i think it's because i had the perfect environment not to I think that if, if you, well, took, if you uh, pulled on one string in the tapestry of my life, eh, <laughs> it might not have gone so well. <laughs> look, look at, uh, I forget the guy. There's a couple. There's a show I listen to, a true crime show I listen to called Serial Killers. Mm-hmm. And it breaks down the psychological, uh, why they did it, what they did, why they did it, why they think they did it, or right. why they did it because they get a chance to talk to them mm-hmm. and get in an interview. And there's a few that had perfect upbringings. Yeah. And and why did you do it? And it was like, oh, they had two great parents. They had a good life. They just have this tick. They want this itch. They wanted to scratch. Yep. And once they did it, they couldn't stop. Yep. I know. I've, I've read about a couple of those guys who had everything going for them and then just, I got to see what it's like. And then they could never stop. Yeah. You know? And it, or, you know, or they were just morbidly fascinated. And they decided to indulge this morbid fascination they had. 
and you kind of have a morbid fascination with it. I do, but I also Stephanie run <laughs> right. <laughs> if you can hear me, run. Joe, she listens to the show. <laughs> I all, oh, but here's the other thing, and I think this is this is the main thing besides the great upbringing, great parents and family, is that I have a deep, deep concern about embarrassing my family with my actions. Right. I do not want to do that, and I think that is the icing on the cake that makes me not ever want to, to be able to ever figure it out or ever, if I do figure it out to just, you know, just take that, take that exhale breath and just, and just, you know, just let the demon out of the cage kind of thing. You know, it, it's that, you know, and I have empathy too, not a ton of it, but I do have it, you know, and a lot of these people who even have perfect upbringings don't have empathy. You know, if you look up empathy, that is one of the most, that is probably the most important emotion a human can have. It keeps you from looking at other people like you would look at a at an ant or a chicken, you know, something to step on, something to eat, you know, nothing more than that. Empathy is, imp- is, is, is the most important thing there is. And, you know, I, I have that. Not a ton, but I do have it. You know, dog videos of people, you know, with t- their dog dies, you know, I'll tear up a little bit, you know, and that kind of thing. You know, I do have it. But Stephanie's thing, the more I think about it, I think she's right. I think I, I've tried to pull away from reading about these guys. God damn it. And the more I think about it, she might be kind of right. I might need to, I really need to let this go because I'm. You do. <laughs> I, I really have been obsessed with wondering how do you do that? Why would you do that? Can't wrap my head around it. I just can't. And I need to let it go because if I ever wrap my head around it, it's not going to be a good thing. I, I can. I should think she's right. I don't think it'll be. Like I cracked the code. Hey, Stephanie, can you bring me that knife real quick? <laughs> sure, honey. Here you go. Why is that knife over your head? No reason. <laughs> don't worry. It'll be over in a second. Yeah, it'll be over. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. It's almost over. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and that's how we're going to end it, folks. Um, if you, uh, you know, if something were to happen to Stephanie or me. Wow. Marcel Marcel did this. Marcel's <laughs> crippled right now. He ain't killing nobody. He can barely walk. Settle down. When he gets fixed, <sighs> when he gets fixed. And it's all the, the, the you know, I'm all the make, up a, make up a lost time, baby, when I get fixed. <laughs> You're all going to pay when I get fixed. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. There you go. All right. <laughs> we will see you next week. All right. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Okay, I am going to. Uh, I gotta go to bed. All right, I gotta get up early today. All right, man. I will. <laughs> I'll talk to your cycle uh, ass later. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Have a good one. Uh, you too. Bye.